0: this is the one and only t quest you are tuned into the t quest show and um dag dabbit. it Ugh, hold on Ugh. <laughs> it says i'm live i don't think i'm live because it's like buffering oh for you guys on insta okay oh darn okay this is the one and only t quest you are tuned into the t quest show we're doing an interesting um show today right <laughs> So normally I'm the one that interview people, but today one of my um one of my fans is going to interview me, right? <laughs> so it's going to be super fun, super exciting and I'm not really sure um what he's going to ask me. But um, I think it's going to be very entertaining. You feel me? So, um, yeah, because this particular fan and supporter has been following me for years. You know, he was, <laughs> he found me somehow. He heard me on the radio as a radio personality. And um, he called in. that he knew me as someone who did, like, massage therapy. Also, um <laughs> he found out that I was a music artist and he started coming to my shows and my concerts and my award shows. And he even came to my birthday events and stuff, you know? So he's really been there for T quest, the type of fan and supported that the average artist dream of having, right? (laughs) He's even met my family. He came to my birthday parties, like definitely a number one supporter when it comes to T quest and the movement. So, I'm um, kind of nervous, but I feel like he's gonna have some type of <laughs> interesting in quotes <laughs> questions for me. But you know, it is what it is. Let's have some fun. I like being on this side of interviews anyway. But I always like to say that um, <laughs> if you haven't already, make sure at the end of the show that you guys follow me on all social media platforms at Ticoes JLM and download that Ticoes mobile app in your Google Play Store in your App Store. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> give it up for Ron. Yeah. I'm, to be on your show. I'm happy that you're here too.
1: <laughs> All right, so my first question out the box. Are we going <laughs> in already? So
0: you, okay. So, do
1: you believe in love, or, um, or do you think it's a, a difference between being in love and just loving someone?
0: Okay, let's just break that down a little bit. Let's break that down, okay? So the question was, do I believe in love, right? The first question? All
1: right, the first question, do you believe in love?
0: Okay, well, of course I believe in love. My whole brand is about love. It's the Gotta Love Me movement. My website's website's gottalovemeworld.com. My slogan is Gotta Love Me. I do believe in love. Love is beautiful, love is pure, love is senseless, love is amazing, so I definitely believe in love. Now, what's the other part of the question?
1: The second question, do you think it's a difference between loving someone and being in love with an individual?
0: Absolutely. There's definitely a difference with loving someone and being in love. Like, you know, if you have a religious background, they always say, love thy neighbor, right? <laughs> right? And that you should love everyone. And I do love everyone, right? But when it comes to being in love, that's totally different. You know, that's when the whole dynamics changes. That's when it's more like relationship part, where you're in love with someone. But before you can be in love with someone, you have to definitely be in love with yourself. <laughs> so, right. so yeah, there's definitely a major difference and I can really go into depth with that, but that's like a whole nother show within itself. But I'll put right. that in so the notes. What does it mean to you? I'm sorry, what?
1: What does it mean to you? What, what does that actually mean to you? Like, as when you actually, are in love with somebody in a relationship level, what does that
0: mean to you? How is that our whole dynamic of it? What does it mean to be in love? Right. Well, first off, the first question would be: Have I ever been in love? Right? Right. And um, the question is, yes, I have. <laughs> and in that moment, in that feeling is just so magical, you know. It's kinda like some people who's like love at first sight, right? <laughs> it's a feeling that it's really hard to describe. It's like what what is this feeling that I feel? Like, what is this? You know, and it just makes you smile, a different type of smile. You have a different type of walk, you have a different type of glow. And the way it affects you is so enchanting that it's like a fairy tale experience. But that's how I felt when I fell in love, the moment that I did. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, I hope that everyone gets the chance to experience it. And I hope that people actually stay in love with whoever they experience it with, because if you fall out of love and get like a heartbreak from that person, it feels like your heart would never be the same, you know? So it's definitely interesting. Definitely interesting. Yeah.
1: definitely is. Yeah. What, what actually inspires you? As far as what? As far as, far as it, um, in life, but or as far as how you see um, other artists, like far in the industry, different things. What what does it aspire uh, What inspires you to like write your songs or do entertainment?
0: Well, to be honest, um, we have to bring it back to the beginning. You know, um, the reason why I even became an artist—I was a writer first. I grew up a quiet child. I had siblings, but I was always a loner. I was always different. I was always odd and I didn't really talk to people. So what did I do? I gravitated to the pen, you know, and I just started writing stories and love letters and love songs at an early age. Like music and writing was my therapy you know what i'm saying so just everyday life of being an outsider you know being the kid that they used to pick on made fun of them because she was smart being only black girl in school like i was fighting different things every day and me being so quiet i couldn't really talk to people about it you know i didn't know how to express myself i didn't really start talking be more verbal until i actually became an adult and a lot of people don't know that but it's true you know so music was my outlet you know, what I was going through, what was going through my mind and my heart was my inspiration. Looking at the TV and I see different dynamics of family and friends, all of that was inspiration to me because certain things I used to see that, I'm like, you know, I want that, I desire that. And if I couldn't have it, I wrote about it. I talked about it, you know, I really took advantage of my, um, my imagination. And as I grow older, the more experience that I go through it helps me become an even better writer and a stronger writer than once I became more of like a love therapist guru <laughs> hearing other people's stories and their relationships and their situations is definitely even more material to feed off of you know, so life inspires me people inspire me. inspire me experiences <laughs> inspire me. you know what I mean yes definitely. Cool. definitely cool. I
1: enjoy it. Do you have a mentor?
0: Actually, I do have mentors. You know, it's crazy because growing up, I always wanted um, mentors, guidance. Well, not really. More like it would have been nice to have it. You know what I'm saying? It would be nice to have the mentors and the guidance. And I told my mom that one time, I said, I thank you for allowing me to grow up and do what I want to do with my life. You know, with them knowing that I was such a brainiac right after high school, they just assumed I'm going to college, I'm going to Ivy League school. I just sat in the third because, you know, I always had straight A's my whole entire life. And um, she's like, You do whatever you want to do. It's your life, it's your future, it's your choice. And most people don't even get parents like that. So I was happy to get that. But I told her, to be honest, look, looking back, the one thing I regret is I wish that I had proper guidance. I wish I had proper guidance to guide me through this journey of music and stuff because I came in with the, the talent, the drive, the ambition, the go-getting mentality. I even had the bag for my budget. I had everything except guidance. And I feel like if I had it, I would probably already be mainstream and beyond But it doesn't always happen that way it doesn't always happen that way and now that i'm older i've met more people that genuinely in my corner genuinely want to help me support me that it was like if you have any questions you can come to me you know before it was never like that because the ones i used to go to um they was using me you know i had to like pay to do this that and third but then nothing would happen they just used and abused and took advantage of my niceness of my pureness you know, but now I do have people that if I call them right now, I'd be like, hey, how do you blah, 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 because I was looking it up and I don't understand it. And they'll explain it to me. They're not going to charge me. It's going to explain it to me. <laughs> the only crazy part is when it comes to my mentors, um, the main people I go to, they're so busy because some of them are in the industry. You know, so it was times I had to catch them. You know, if I see one of them call, I'm like, I got to go, I got to go because I can't miss the call. You know, for them to take out time out of their busy schedule to so even talk to me, I'm like, I appreciate that. Like, you know, no problem, Quest. Why? Because they genuinely want to see me win. And I appreciate that. So, yes, I definitely have some go to mentors. And it's a beautiful thing to have people in your corner, for sure. Oh,
1: that's definitely awesome. Thank you. What is your highest point in your
0: life? What do you mean?
1: as far as you know, um that so far in your career up to this point it's like uh, do do you feel that you have reached the peak in your um in the highest point there, that you're in your career or in your personal life or a business life
0: what no have- <laughs> i haven't <laughs> reached no peak whatsoever i'm nowhere near where i want to be i'm nowhere near where i'm trying to go right But at the same time, I have decided to not be down on myself because I'm not where I should have been at this time. Everything is in timing. And when things don't go your way, you're always questioning it. You know what I'm saying? Like, how come this is not happening? I'm so sick of everyone saying I'm so gifted and talented. Yeah, I feel like I'm at a standstill. What is going on? And you just have all these things in your mind. It was to the point, I used to go to concerts, right? And I couldn't handle them. I used to cry. You know, they're like, oh, you must really love this artist. I'm like, no, that's not why I'm crying. I'm crying because I feel like a failure, you know, because I should be the one opening up for them. I should be the headliner. I should be on that stage. So I used to bawl my eyes out at constant point. I stopped going because I couldn't handle it. My heart couldn't handle it, you know, and that's why I would never stop what I'm doing. I don't care if I have sacrificed my last dollar, which I've done plenty of times for this music industry. (laughs) I would never stop. That's the one thing in my life has never changed. Ever since I was a child, they was like, What are you gonna be when you grow up? I'm like an entertainer. I wanna be a pop star. I wanna be a rock star. I wanna do this, this, and the third. And that's the one thing has never changed, have never shifted. But has everything turned out the way I wish it did? No. Did I expect people to come into my life and just do me wrong? No. Did I expect people to? know my pureness, know my innocence my and innocence snatch it from me? No, we don't know that stuff. And then even if people try to warn me, I had to experience things for myself because I never wanted to prejudge anybody. You know, you may have had a bad issue with someone, but I mean, they're gonna have a bad situation with me. I had to learn a hard way. Okay, it goes back to me not having guidance, me not having somebody there for me. You know, and I've been robbed blind. People stole my stuff. I have so many traumatic experiences when it comes to this industry, when it comes to the guys, the producers, the theaters, the promoters, like scars that nobody knows about. Situations I've been in that nobody knows about. Definitely don't know the details. And I'm just at the point, like, I'm just happy to be alive. I'm just happy that I made it out. I'm happy that I'm here to tell the stories. You know what I'm saying? And I know it makes a lot of like family and friends uncomfortable because they don't really know what happened, but you know, it's life and one day I may tell it. But one thing I did tell myself is I may not be where I want to be, but now I don't look at myself as a failure. I don't. Why? Because I may not be mainstream, right? I may not be out there in the limelight, but technically, when I think about it, in, um, another thing, just be, my account is not where it needs to be, neither. Let's be clear about that. But <laughs> one thing I'm going to tell myself is when I really think about it, I have made it. Why? Because technically, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I want to be a superstar. I'm a superstar. I wanted to dance. I'm dancing. Rap. I'm rapping. Singing. I'm singing. Acting. I'm acting. I've been in a few movies. Even if it was just some being an extra. I've done it. You know what I'm saying? I've wanted to do comedy. I've done stand-up comedy. You know, I wanted to be a radio personality. I'm on the radio. I wanted to be a writer. I write for magazines. So just because I'm not where I want to be on a success level, technically, I'm already following my dream. And I will never take away from all the hard work I've done. But at the same time, I know there's so much more so much more I have to tap into, even lyrically and spiritually. Like, you know, I got some stories that needs to be written that haven't been told yet. And skies is the limit. Real talk. So, no, I am nowhere near where I need to be. <laughs> I have not reached my peak. I have a lot more to do, and I'm ready. hmm
1: Well, that's definitely awesome, because it's like a song. Sometimes it's about to, um the journey uh, in order to get to their destination. So you mean you the quest? hmm <laughs>
0: so
1: That leads into my next question. It's like, yes. uh What is your lowest points in your life?
0: <sighs> my lowest points in life or my lowest point in music? Both. <laughs> um. I think it would be the same thing in my whole life is music and entertainment. So um, I think my lowest point was the letdowns. You know, the letdowns of the people, the letdowns. Cause growing up, I've always wanted friends, right? I always wanted to be accepted. I always wanted to be loved. I always wanted to be appreciated. But it hasn't happened And the moment that I got them, they just used and abused me for my niceness. And I was like, I always wanted friends but this is the way it's going to be and like if, if i knew if it's gonna be like this i just might always, might as well just stay a loner i didn't know that um i am i didn't know that having friends will be like this people using and abusing and taking advantage of you you know to the point as soon as you tell them no they just disappear just like um with men i'm just like if this is the way dating and stuff is supposed to be you know, and they just, um, once again, use and abuse and take advantage and ready to attack you and disrespect you. And not to the point you have to walk on eggshells because you don't know how the dick's going to be. And I'm just like, if this is the way it's supposed to be, I don't want it. Well, I kind of still want the relationship, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> even when it comes to um, life in this industry, you know, it's always what I wanted, but I didn't expect to be used and abused and taken advantage of. You know? Like, why? Like, I didn't do anything to any of you. You know what I'm saying? But I have all these experiences and I just got through them all, brushed it off, and as if it was a nightmare at nighttime and woke up the next day as if it had never happened. But my heart knows what happened. You know what I'm saying? And um, the letdowns, they, they really hurt. And but that's just life. That's just people. No one's perfect. Things You're going to go through things, but it's all about what you do after the fact. <laughs> it's all about how you pick yourself up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, the letdowns. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> why Why do you want to become an entertainer? What made you choose this particular that you you're in right now?
0: I don't think I chose it. I think it chose me. You know, like I said, like, I just started writing and expressing myself. It was like therapy. And I never stopped. I, I loved being on a microphone. I love singing. I love dancing. Even being a quiet child. It still was my happiness. You know? And they was like, baby girl, she sing? She's so quiet. And they were like sing something, and I'll sing something. They be like, Baby girl, she dances? For real? She's so quiet. They were like, I had dance, girl. And I would. You know, and um, <laughs> It was just crazy. And I'm like, it's just my happiness. I always see myself on a big stage like Madison Square Garden or just touching the lives through my artistry, through my music, through my writing, through my blogging, through my radio, through my testimony, through my motivational speaking. Like, giving the world all of me, you know, the person people used to just act like didn't exist growing up. Like giving them everything because I always knew that once people gave me a chance and once I was comfortable in the skin I'm in and know that I'm a force to be reckoned with, I was going to be a problem. (laughs) And I still haven't even tapped in 100 percent. But, you know, I'm ready.
1: That's definitely awesome. What other fields would you like to be in besides entertainment? Entertainment is off, uh, but what are the fields which you would like to
0: get into? See, that's the weird part, because everything that I do is all connected. You know, if it wasn't music, um, like radio, technically the talking part as a personality is not music, but it's still connected, right? <laughs> right. Um, being a writer for a magazine, it's writing, but it's still connected to the entertainment industry. Fashion, which, you know, I got my clothing line the GLM collection. It's not music, but it's still part of the entertainment industry. So no matter what I have chosen or what I thought about doing outside of it, it still goes right back to it. Now, when I was younger, I actually did pick three professions. It was being an entertainer, being a teacher, and being a doctor, right? I wanted to teach people, you know, I want to help people learn and elevate. And then I wanted to heal people as well. But the interesting part about that, those three professions that I wanted to be, I kind of made come true. You know, I'm not like a teacher, teacher. And I actually want to teach like math and stuff because that was my favorite subject then. But um, I teach people stuff every day. People are constantly learning and growing from me. So even though I'm not in a classroom, I'm still a teacher. Even though I'm not a doctor healing people, technically I am. I actually worked for a doctor for some years, and I was help healing people, like a doctor would, right? And then if people come to me like a love guru, and I'm helping them with their love, life, and relationship, technically that's what a doctor doing. I'm healing your mind, I'm healing your heart, and I'm healing your spirit. You see what I'm saying? So no matter what I pick, it's always going to result right back to entertainment, whether I like it or not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's definitely awesome. Thank
1: you. Well, what inspires you to write your
0: songs? Um, that's kind of the question you asked me before.
1: Oh, uh, I did. It's like, but
0: idea. um, I mean, it should be more like present time, life, love, happiness, growth. You know, I like to tap into stories that relates to me. But relates to others, you know, like when it comes to love, it's such a broad topic. You know what I'm saying? And I could talk about the lovey dovey, I could talk about the sensual stuff, and I could talk about the heartaches. But if I'm gonna talk about the heartaches, I'm gonna make your heart hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like you hear these breakup songs, but I feel like you ain't really feeling the breakup song. Like if if I'm writing a song about a dude that's cheating on me, right? Or cheated on me. I could be like, yeah, you know, you cheated on me. How dare you, da-da-da-da-da, right? No, I'm not going to write that. I'm going to write it to the point like, dang, like, why would you do that to me? Like, why me? Like, we was together, you know? Like, I've done everything to make you happy and you still stepped out, like, why? I would want them to really feel that hurt and pain that even any cheater out there, like, it was sting, you know? To see how badly you've hurt the one who all they wanted want to do was love you. That's the type of songs I'm trying to make. Yeah, me them.
1: <laughs> oh, so that's great. So you're tugging on their heartstrings. Like, now you, know, you get, get them engaged to understand and feel your pain.
0: Factor though.
1: Awesome. So, who's your favorite artist?
0: My favorite artist? Yes.
1: Yeah, so who's your favorite singing <laughs> artist? Or rapper? Or whoever that you're in the entertainment industry?
0: Well, I really don't have favorite artists. I enjoy select a few, but I don't have like a number one, if that makes sense. You know, like growing up in like a Christian home, I listened to a lot of Christian music, you know, like Helen Beller and stuff, but then slowly started to hear R&B. So I grew up on like Anita Baker, Tony Braxton, you know, Mariah Carey, Whitney, you know, the powerful voices. And then when I got older into my own, started to listen to more hip hop. You know, I started like people like Little Kim and stuff, Missy, Eve. You know, I listen to a lot of music. I enjoy so much music. I enjoy so many genres, but I don't have any main artists. Like right now, if I had to go to one concert, I couldn't even tell you who I want to see because I love music as a whole, you know? So for me personally, it's hard to say my favorite because I don't have one. And I am not my favorite. As of yet, until I really tap into my gift, then I'll eventually be my favorite, hopefully. And that's just the honest truth. That's
1: definitely excellent. Alright. We gonna switch scares, like we gonna get a little more
0: personal. (laughs) Okay, bring it on. (laughs) What
1: do
0: you want in a husband? Whoa, who told you I wanted to be married? Oh, so you don't want to be married. I I didn't say that. I didn't say that. All I'm saying is you first have to ask, do I wanna be married? You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, so you want the guy to propose? Is that what you mean? No, I'm just
0: saying, like you're saying, what I wanted a husband. Who told you I wanted to be married? Is what I'm saying. So you got to really bring it back, but I'll oh, bring it back. No. I got your back. Okay. I got you. All right. All right.
1: Okay. So let's start. Um, I'll start with that. Well, let's start from the beginning. Like, far as what do you want a a, a a guy for us to date? Like, right? and after that, then graduate. You know, for a husband.
0: <laughs> all righty then. Um. Well, to be honest, I need someone like a best friend, right? Because when you really think about the dynamics of a best friend, right? It's someone that you enjoy being around, right? It's someone that you can laugh with, you can joke with, you can cry with, you tell your secrets. So think about it. Like when we was growing up and, you know, your family and friend not family, friends, but family and teachers, everyone used to stress you and stuff, right? And I was like, oh, I can't take this. I can't take this. Where do you go to? You call your best friend. You text your best friend. You go to your best friend's house. There you go to. There you go to for your happiness, your strength, to get you back on track. You always go back to your best friend. Your best friend was your healer. You see what I'm saying? So you would definitely need that in your partner. Your partner has to be your best friend. I know some people, when they do have a best friend that's of the opposite sex, and one of them may feel some type of way, they get scared. And they're like, no, I don't want to cross that line because I don't want to lose my best friend in the end. But at the same time, once you get married in a relationship, shouldn't they be your best friend? I agree. Well,
1: you I see what I'm saying? So I
0: want friend. a best friend. And... um. Just, like I said, someone I can laugh with, grow with, you know, build with. Like, I know you got my back and you know I got yours. Like a partner, you know? Like, that's my ride or die all day. Like, I got your back, boat. <laughs> but at the same time, you have to have someone that you are compatible with on all levels. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. You know, you have to really be compatible and stuff like that. Because it's gonna be times when you're in situations like, you know what, nobody gets it. But he or she will, why? Because that's the one you're supposed to be with. And it's okay for others to not get it. All you need is for one to get it. And in sometimes case cases, maybe that one don't get it. You're the one that gets it. You know, but it's pretty much a best friend with benefits that we just compatible on all levels. You know, that I, I feel that if you're not around if I don't hear from you for a while, like it makes my heart hurt, because that's how connected we are, you know, Like I'm so concerned. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I feel uncomfortable if I don't hear from you. I'm that worried if I don't hear from you, you know, because the love for you is real. Like, you might say, I can't eat, I can't sleep, I can't breathe without you, like that type of feeling. And a lot of people don't even have that feeling no more, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely true. It's like, you know, it goes back to the true meaning of love.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: so leads into my next question. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in soulmates? <sighs>
0: um, I do believe in soulmates. What I need to do when it comes to soulmates is actually break down the definition of a soulmate. So I can honestly say I do believe in a soulmate. I do believe that everyone deserves to be loved. Everyone deserves to be in love. Everyone deserves to have that one person to be by their side all the way to the end. You know, even in the spiritual realm, depending on what your beliefs are. You know what I'm saying? And um. It's all about finding that person, (laughs) you know, but at the same time, some people believe that there's more than one. And I don't know, just like, can you really, truly fall in love more than once? And I'm like, I believe so, you know, and sometimes you may think someone is the one for you and everything is just perfect. But next thing you know, it doesn't work out and you're torn. It's like a death. Because you're giving so much to this person, so much. You gave them everything and then some. And then it's all about, was that my one? (laughs) Do I not get another chance? Like now what, like what, but then someone else comes around and be like, you know what, it's going to show you it's okay to love again. It's okay to try again because maybe that person was just a tester to get you prepared for me and that happens and that's what my song that i got on all streaming platforms "In love with you is all about that i told myself that i was done with love but then somebody comes around again who's like you know what you're not done you just haven't been loved properly and allow me to love you properly <laughs> well, i like that so thank love you love
1: that. wow that's good
0: All right. so it goes into my next question. It's mm-hmm. like, what is the best positive
1: impact on your life? What? <laughs> what is the best positive impact? Like, far as who who had that positive impact in your life that made it stand out? Like, far as like um, you mentioned about uh, your mentors or the, your family but it comes down to what was that positive impact that you had in your life that had that, like Oprah would put it, that aha moment, that stuck out, that changed the course of your
0: life? Hmm. You know what truly changes the courses in my life? Tragedies. (laughs) Okay, so why a tragedy? Because when you're going through, when you're going through a tragedy, um. It opens your mind to things, kind of like when people go through um, experience death, you know it makes you view things differently. When you um experience a heartbreak, it makes you view things differently. you know when you're going through a serious crisis in life, it makes you view things differently. You know, even when you like get sick, you know, you're down for the count. It makes you view things differently. Like, oh my God, I can't do nothing. I'm sick. I ain't got no strength. I don't got nobody here for me. Like you start to think like, you know what? When I get better, I'm going to do this, this, that, and third to prevent this from happening again. You know, like, oh my gosh, my car just broke down. I got to make sure that I have someone to be here for me. When I'm going through something, you know, if you have a heartbreak, I'm like, make sure I don't want to go through that no more. You know, I can't believe this tragedy just happened. What am I supposed to do? It's stuff like that. It's like, you know what? It makes you reevaluate. It makes you go through like a self-reflect, you know, self-reflection. You know, it makes you think back, okay, what's going on in my life right now? Because in those moments, you have to pause you don't want to do anything irrationally but you start to really think about life and every part of your life you know (laughs) and then you start to look at things from different perspectives you know that's what my whole show the tquest show and um the quest kind of goes it's all about looking at things from new perspective and i notice when i'm going through something that's when my mind starts racing and it actually helps me get through and i'll get real personal with you guys because you know i keep it a buck with my fans Um, even just recently I was, um, battling depression, right? Last couple of days, to be honest, no one really noticed, but, um, it, it was true. And I'm just like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. Okay. Select if you notice, if if they like video chatted me or they're talking to me, like you're so blah. I'm just like, "Mm." like when I'm in that mode, I can't help how I feel. I'm just blah. Right. And just staring at them. Like, you're like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing, you know, and certain things can snap me out, but sometimes I can't figure it out. Sometimes there's certain people that can snap me out, but in those cases, that they couldn't snap me out. And I'm like, I couldn't even snap myself out of it, you know? And sometimes when you experience things like that, which I'm kind of new to it, because it's definitely new to my life, it's, it's weird. But what I've taken from that moment is I was laying in, I'm just breathing and I'm talking, not talking, but I'm thinking, right? And I'm thinking about everything of life and what really makes me happy. And am I really happy? And am I really secure? Am I like, so many different things. Like I just had to rip and shred my whole life apart because I'm like, things is not the way it's supposed to be, you know? And I'm like, what do I do? And sometimes I have certain conversations and... Those help, but sometimes I kind of put myself on my own couch, like if I'm doing therapy sessions with other people, I kind of put myself on my own couch to see like, what would Quest do? What would I tell myself? And that's what I did. And it was painful. I mean, I had, woke. Well, I was up to like two, three, four or o'clock in the morning and I had swollen eyes and everything, right? And um, I had to have reality checks. And um, it was painful, it was emotional, but it was like a weight lifted off, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you have to know how to tap into certain things for yourself because other people may not be there, you know? A lot of people rather dwell on, I wish I had somebody to talk to and I'm all alone at this, and that, That's where you have to know how to grow within yourself to know that I'm gonna be okay. Let me help myself be okay and so many people don't know how to do that and i figured out how to do that for myself and it ain't easy (laughs) but i really felt like it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders and i came back out more refreshed (laughs) and back to being happy go lucky because so many people depend on my happiness so many people depend on my positive vibes Right, So I can't be down for too long, but at the same time, I can't tell you guys about self-love, self-care, self-awareness and make sure you're good if I'm not even doing it myself, right? I can't contradict my my words. So I have to do my own self-reflecting to make sure I'm okay, to make sure I'm good. And um, it's painful, but it's worth it in the end. (laughs) It's definitely worth it in the end so that definitely
1: made you stronger within your pain so therefore it's like you can definitely help relate to somebody else because there's a whole thing saying that you can't help somebody else unless you actually walked in their shoes meaning if you actually felt their pain also mm-hmm. if you actually went through something so basically when you went through that depression now, when you speak to somebody about depression, you can actually relate to that as far as how to make that connection to to help that person get through because you actually had to do it yourself. And that's what makes it more positive. That makes it that much more powerful. And not only helping that individual, but helping yourself also.
0: Absolutely. And it's interesting because when people do come to me, because I'm a lot of people's go-to, Right. And they be talking to me about their life, relationships, situations, finances, like everything. They're like, if people don't understand, like you don't understand. But I'm like, no, trust me, I do. Like, I get it. And I'm not just saying it because the average person say it because I ain't average. I'm far from it. But when I say I understand, I understand. And that's when I'll open up about stories that many people probably don't even know. Sometimes I use my own experiences and tragedies, trials and tribulations, and I use it to help heal another person's heart. You know, I'm like, well, I've been through this. I'm like, believe it or not, I've been through that too. They're like, you have? I'm like, yeah. Well, I blah, blah, blah. So like, guess what? I have too. I've lost too. I've suffered too. I've been this, this, that too. Like, yeah. And then I'll tell them and they would be like, wow. Or they'll tell me a situation and then I'll tell them something I've been through, but I was even uh, more worse (laughs) off than they was. And then they start to think like, dang, I'm over here talking about this, but you actually went through that, you know? And it just makes them like, you know what? You're right. It's really not that bad or it's not that complicated. Maybe you do understand. And I tell people when you're going through things, you're not being picked on someone is going to go through it and we just sometimes hope that it's not us or somebody close to us. Somebody is going to be violated. Somebody is going to get sick. Somebody is going to be cheated on, beat it, beat on. All this stuff is going to happen. Someone's going to pass away. You're not being picked on. It's just that it's like rushing roulette. You don't know where that ball will stop. We just always hope it's not us or someone close to us. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I always tell you I don't understand why we are not stronger as a unit because, trust me, the things that you're going through, you are not the only one. You're really not. And that's what they always say, like, check on your strong friends. Like, they be going through some stuff, too. They just know how to handle it better. You know? And then sometimes it's not that they handle it better. They just ain't going to tell you their business. <laughs> so they, they keep it off of social media. <laughs> I definitely agree. I remember um, a saying of my
1: pastor used to say uh, from the pulpit. He says three types of people: it's either the first person is actually one that's about to go into the storm, the second person is actually in the storm, and the third person is actually the one that's coming out of the storm. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it's like you know you're going to fall into one of those three categories at some point in your life. Absolutely. so that definitely goes back to what you you know what you were saying before about your personal experiences and sharing that with other people and you know as far as how a storm person may not share their business with other people, but they are going through their own personal storms and dealing with their own problems and issues
0: mm-hmm It's true Definitely true so it leads into my next question
1: what is the, um, what is your embarrassing moment in your life? <coughs>
0: I'm sorry, what? What
1: is your most embarrassing moment?
0: Most embarrassing moment. Yep. Um, I don't know. It's just so many. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I never thought about it before, like, because I'm i such a weirdo and so off, like, there's a lot of things I do that's embarrassing or is embarrassing to me. I meant for in high school um, when we was playing volleyball. No, we was playing volleyball. We was running around, um, you know, you had to do the laps and stuff. And the person in front of me, like, she stopped out of nowhere for no reason. And I end up <clears throat> sliding because she stopped and it threw me off and I actually ended up sliding, <laughs> fell and slid into the bleachers. <laughs> That was definitely embarrassing. You know, um there's a situation that happened with a guy, that was definitely embarrassing. <laughs> oh, do tell. Do tell, huh? do tell about that. Oh story, my god. What with, the guy, with the guy? What happened? Let's just say that um Aunt Flew came to town while we was getting down. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm
0: like, awkward. <laughs> Does she actually walking in and
1: see,
0: or wait, 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 not wait, wait. Okay, okay, so now this is really awkward. Aunt Flo is not really an aunt. It's when you have your period. It's a term for that. Oh, <laughs>
1: that type of uh, Okay, now I get it. I- <laughs> yeah.
0: A little bit, a little bit, but yeah. So this is a lot of things that happen. I mean, I performed before and forgot my words. I'd be like, oops, but you know, I'll pick it back up or whatever. So, and I remember the one time it was really not embarrassing but awkward when I went to this radio station to do an interview and um, they so used to me, they know T-Quest on stage, right? So they listened to the one that's vibing, rocking, popping, spitting bars and anything, right? So when it came time to the interview, they didn't know that I was actually a quiet, mellow person. So when I did an interview, they're just like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, nothing. You're so chill. I'm like, this is who I am. Like, (laughs) and it was just so awkward. You know, and it was like, so I'm like, yeah. And it was actually that moment. I was like, you know what? If I'm going to really be an entertainer, right? And I've I've been warned about this stuff. I've been warned about this stuff. Like if I'm going to be an entertainer and I'm going to be out there, I can't be so shy. You know, I can't be so timid. I can't just only do what I do on stage and then don't do it off the stage. It doesn't work that way you know and um it was in that moment when i was like um it's time for me to really come on my show and show the people what i'm capable of you know and ever since then i dominated every interview and it's crazy because i was warned about this i remember years ago this dj was like quest he asked me questions like i don't know i don't know i don't know he said look if you really show up being this industry (laughs) <laughs> and you really trying to be an entertainer, I don't know can never be your answer because you need to know, right? And then I heard him and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and then that was the moment when I was like, what he was trying to tell me makes sense. It's not that I didn't know. I just had to know how to maneuver through an interview, you know, and that's why now I'm like, it is easy peasy for me to be the person doing the interview or be an interviewed because I got a lot of experience now, and I bring more of my personality, and even if the person is interviewing me, I'm interviewing, if they're like a little bit on like the dull side, I know how to liven it up, because at the end of the day, I have to represent me. You know? You know what I'm So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. So, why are
1: we on switch gears one more time? Let's you switch gears.
0: Have I? Yeah no i have not okay am i going to Um, yes but i haven't as of yet
1: okay so um do you have a a ira or mutual funds
0: um no i don't i think i did i don't remember but i will
1: (laughs) how many sisters and brothers do you have
0: um well my two older brothers passed away and I have two older sisters and a younger brother.
1: Okay. And are you happy? As far as what? As far as in your life, as far as in your career, or as far as uh, in general, what what makes you happy? What makes, what, uh, I remember it was an interview um, that uh, that you had done. Um, that you said about he went to uh, a Pilates class or a yoga class or something like that, and he was like, um, the lady was like saying, "Well, I want you to go to your happy place." Mm-hmm. So, based
0: on that, what is your happy place? What is what is that? Okay, so you kind of asked me like four different questions. <laughs> so let's break it down. Um, I am a happy, positive person, right? I'm always laughing. I'm always smiling. I make other people happy. As an entertainer, that's what I do. As a person, that's just what I do. Am I overall happy? I'm happy that I'm breathing. I'm happy to have a roof over my head, clothes on my back. I'm happy for the major essentials because I remember a lot of times it wasn't always like this, you know? But. I'm happy for the growth in myself, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, even the growth in my career. I may not be where I want to be, but I can't take away from all the great things I've actually done. You know, I can't take away from the hard work I put in and I can't take away from all the happy moments. But overall, am I genuinely happy, happy? No, I'm not. You know, because life has taken so many turns and has beaten me down and I've done got through it with a smile on my face knowing that I've been suffering the whole time. You know, and then they was like, you should talk about it. I'm just like, I talk about a lot of things. I can't give people everything, (laughs) you know, but it's all about me just going through the process. And every time I heal from something, that's when I feel more comfortable talking about it. And I'm still on my healing journey if that makes sense you know,
1: you know it's like it's definitely um, important to actually heal that's um, that's definitely important but if you can't heal then that's a problem and, every, and it affects your, every relationship after that so you, gotta heal yourself
0: <laughs> you are absolutely right and you know because you follow my career for a, quite some time it's like everybody wants to be in love everybody well a lot of people want to be in love a lot of people want to be in relationship a lot of people want to be in a happy healthy relationship which is a beautiful thing because i feel like everyone deserves it but you can't be wanting that so bad that you're not really genuinely ready for it i have a tendency of loving others more than i love myself I have a tendency of supporting others before I support myself. I have a tendency of going on my way for others before I do it for myself to the point I got so lost. I didn't even know who I was anymore. I didn't really know what made me happy. I didn't know what put the smile really on my face. Like, I just got so lost. I didn't know who I was anymore. And I'm like, how can I be the queen of love want to be in love, want to be in a relationship, want to be married when I have so many things I'm going through and I need to deal with it within myself. That's said, that's probably why it hasn't happened because I still have so much healing and growing to do within myself. And that's why I don't question it anymore because I've grown to that level to know that I still got some more healing to do. And once I properly heal my heart, the right one for me is gonna present himself. I may know him already, I may not, but um, it's gonna be worth the wait and it's gonna be a beautiful thing. Awesome. Yeah. That's definitely great. Thank you. And do you, um, do you have a purpose in your life?
1: What do you mean? As far as, well, do you know your purpose? Uh, what, do what um, has, has God let you know
0: what your purpose is in your life. Yes, I do. I do. I do know um I do know my purpose in life. My purpose in life is to heal others through my artistry. You know? My purpose is to help, to guide, to educate, to show the way, to show the light. And um I think I've been doing a great job but I still haven't tapped in the way that I should tap in. Cuz I'm I've I've done a lot of great work with people. You know, I have I've healed hearts, I've healed minds, I've healed relationships, I've healed marriages, you know, um I've helped people get jobs, I've helped build Friendships brought it back to where it needs to be. I helped. I stopped some people for committing suicide. I've done great work tapping into my purpose, but I haven't tapped into its full potential. And when I do that, it's gonna be something else. Hmm. That's
1: definitely awesome that you. Um- Masses um, stop somebody from committing suicide it's like being a positive impact on their lives. So that that definitely is something valuable, and they can you know live to see another day.
0: Absolutely.
1: So that's definitely great. And mm-hmm. also, do you want children?
0: <laughs> um, I once wanted children, but it's no longer on my um list of things I desire to aspire or to want. You know, growing up, I said I wanted to be married and have two or four children, a boy and a girl or two boys and a girl, uh, a house with a white picket fence, a so golden retriever, a little dog named Fifi, like leave it the beaver, black style. I want to adopt like 16 kids, open an orphanage, all this stuff, but it's no longer a desire of mine. It was times when Mother's Day would come around. Oh, Happy Mother's Day. Oh, never mind. I forgot you're not a mother. And I used to sting so badly. And they don't realize how much that hurts to someone who hasn't had the opportunity of giving birth. But I don't feel no type of way anymore because it's just not part of my journey in my life. You know, it's not part of my experience. And I'm okay with that. You know, it took a minute to get there. Because I'm like, well, you know, once I'm married, it'll happen. But I'm at the point, I don't even want it anymore. And I'm okay with not having it. You know, now if it just happens to happen, then of course I'm going to be an amazing mother. And if I do get married and my husband wants a child, and then of course, you know, we will make that happen. But if I still have a choice, I'm okay without it. Yeah. So, just to let you know, we are down to the last five minutes ish. So let's wrap this up. And you were right; we may have to do a part two. And I love that this one has been a little bit more PG, which means the next one will be a little bit more rated R. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, let's um, get to like a, another question or two to wrap it up for the next five minutes. And okay, good part. So, what advice
1: would you give for someone else who wants to become an entertainer?
0: Hmm. I would tell them before you become an entertainer, know the reason why you want to become an entertainer. Is it like the rest of us that grew up and it was our therapy, our happiness, our go-to or are you really just doing it to seek attention? Think that's what new generation is about. Attention, you know, and um <laughs> doing it for the gram, doing it for the Vine, doing it for TikTok. That's all they're about. I'm like, do you, like you're writing stuff like there's no meaning in your lyrics. Like this was our therapy. You know, this is how we really express ourselves. This is how we got it out. It's to the point, I don't know what y'all talking about. So why, why are you doing this? And if it's for a legit reason, something I could truly respect, then, um, I'm just going to be like, okay, Now that I know you're doing it, continue to do what you do. Continue to grow. Continue to love yourself. Continue to educate yourself. If you could get a mentor, get you a mentor. And I pray to someone that can truly guide you the right way. You know, and if you can't get you a mentor, still do your research. Learn the craft. If you want to go to school for it, go to school for it. You know what I'm saying? Follow the right people. And always practice your craft. Always perfect it. And I don't care if other people are more lenient with stuff or people accept it. You always want to elevate and increase. If they say it's okay for you to perform over your track at a show, who cares? You better make sure you know how to do it over a show mix. You know, if they think it's okay for you to send your music in without it being properly tagged, um, no. You make sure you do your stuff the proper way. And if they just ask you for the regular song, no, you make sure you have the DJ service pack for them DJs. If you don't know what that is, figure it out. Do your research. Really be that ultimate entertainer so they have no choice but to respect you. At the end of the day, I don't care how many followers you have. I don't care how many people. But if you really try to be in the game longevity, you got to remember when it comes to music, when it comes to entertainment, the one part you can't forget is the business. And also, at the same time, when it comes to the business part, what you have to respect, never lose yourself in it. Because a lot of us, and I'm one person too, um, you get so wrapped up in the business side that you forget about the reason why you do what you do. You know, never forget the love of it. Don't forget the passion of it. Doing it because you love it, not because you feel like you have to, like a job, job. It shouldn't have to feel that way, especially when it comes to the creating process. You know, make sure you don't get wrapped up in the fortune and the fame and the chaos that you don't really be free when it comes to creating as an entertainer. Yeah. Hmm.
1: That is awesome. I got one last question that I'm gonna it.
0: Ask you to, and
1: basically it ties in what are you passionate about
0: what do you mean <laughs> what
1: are you passionate about as far as like um not just your career as far as what are you passionate about your life
0: tell me honest I don't know <laughs> And the reason why I don't know what I'm passionate about outside of my career because it's all I ever thought about. It's all I ever wanted that it's weird being around regular people sometimes, you know, and I'll be trying to have a conversation with it's weird. But at the same time, I don't know how to have a conversation with people in the field, too, depending on who they are, you know. (laughs) But I I know that I am passionate about growing in life, and I am passionate about really finding my happiness, and I am passionate about knowing how to heal myself in my time of need, knowing to be my own go-to, you know, knowing it's okay to fail, knowing it's okay to get knocked down, but long as I know how to get back up, I'm going to be okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm passionate about seeing other people grow and elevate and increase and seeing them happy in their well-being. I'm passionate about really... <sighs> Being a better me, so I could be a better entertainer for everybody else. And once again, it goes right back to entertaining, like I'm trying. But, you know, one of my ultimate goals is to um, get my career and stuff where I want it to be, so I can be a real girl, <laughs> a real woman, a real lady, and experience normal things. Because, to be honest, I never have. You know, I've never really been on road trips with friends or really dated and been courted, like anything normal stuff I've never done. And I want to experience it, but just not yet because I still have a lot of growing to do. I got a lot of things to do when it comes to my career, but that's truly what I desire is to experience normal things. But I want to appreciate you, all for being on the T-Quest show and asking me all these questions. And I told you, like, you know, you guys know, as my listeners, I'm always open and honest no matter what, you know, and um. I just wanna say that I appreciate that you kept the um questions PG, you know, and kept it really deep because some most people will take advantage of this and really ask me some crazy stuff, right? But you did it. And um I I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I really do. But until next time, we're definitely gonna have to do a part two, and I hope you're ready for the other um Set of questions. It's your girl T Quest. You are just tuned into the T Quest show. Make sure you download that T Quest mobile app and your Google Play Store and your App Store and follow me on all social media at T Quest GLM. And just know I'm always here for you guys. Yeah. <laughs>